This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today, we are talking about how to parent your kids according to human design, how to be a manager or a boss or an employee, how to be in friendship, how do you have relationships with other people according to your human design. Essentially, what are you supposed to do when you're either in charge of somebody else or you're trying to collaborate or work with somebody else according to your human design? Such a popular question that I get from you, especially about parenting or being a boss. But first, let's read the review of the week. This is from Apple Podcasts. It's a five-star review and it's called Best First Step in Human Design. I got into human design earlier this fall and I tend to dive deep when I'm interested in something. I tried to listen to a lot of other podcasts, but they were lengthy, full of a lot of perspective or personal perspective and were hard to follow. I tended to lose interest through the episodes. This series is concise and easy enough to follow that I can listen to it with my husband without him feeling like it's over his head. The timing is perfect as it just gives you enough to mull over but not overwhelm you. I'm excited to continue following along. Feelings you will experience throughout. And then she's or she or he has got all these emojis like the monkey with the eyes, the skull, the guy with the mustache, the hearts, the mind exploding, shock, an alien, a fairy, a crown, a baby uh, chick hatching. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. It like paints a whole picture. So if that was your review, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for doing that. And you win a special prize. You get to DM me over on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline or email me at hello at MadelineEvergreen.com. Let me know what username you use to write that review and then send me your chart details and a deep personalized human design question. And I will send you back a recording or make a video answering your question. And the deeper, the more detailed, the more intense the question, the better. Really take advantage. It's almost like having a mini reading session. Speaking of readings, I have been doing some really interesting readings lately for clients and specifically around career questions. So sometimes clients come to me and they just want to know general information about their chart. They're new to it. It's all just very new to them and we go over the basics. But sometimes people come and they're a bit more experienced, perhaps like you. They've been listening to the podcast or maybe they've even had another reading before and they have an aspect of their life that they want help with. So recently I I've had kind of a string of people ask about their career. They're looking to switch careers or they're unhappy in their career or they're just trying to figure out how to work according to their design. And it's been so inspirational for me and I've realized how much I have really crafted my career according to my design without really intending to. It just sort of happened since I've learned about human design. So I am going to be leading a workshop as a result of all of this. I'm planning to do a free three-day workshop all about your career and human design. And nope, I don't have the dates. I don't have the details because I am following my strategy and my authority to set all of that up. And my authority is sacral and I don't feel 
uh, like I have a defined time that I know I want to do it yet. And that is literally how I structure my whole career. I don't ever set something in stone or schedule it until my body gives me a full hell yes. That's the dates. Those are the times. So stay tuned. Um, the best way for you to be notified when the workshop is going to be happening is to go over to my website, madelineevergreen.com or follow me on Instagram, healthy underscore Madeline, and I will definitely shout it from the rooftops when I have that scheduled. Also, I've got an online somatic breathwork session coming up. I know that this is a global group of podcast listeners, people from all over the world, which is so freaking amazing. So if you would love to join me in breathwork, Friday, June 30th, 2023, 4 p.m. Central Time. You can get all the details through the link in the show notes below, or you can just go to madelineevergreen.com and click on the Breathwork tab at the top. And if you can't attend at that time, you do get the replay. So the actual time is kind of irrelevant because the replay is just as fantastic. And people that are local in Minneapolis, I have some live breathwork events coming up in the next couple of months. So be sure to go check those out on my website as well. And if it's way past that time, maybe you're listening to this even years or months into the future, I'm sure that I have other incredible offerings. So just go find out whatever they are. Okay, let's get into this super popular question, this super amazing topic about parenting, being an employer, managing staff, having friends. How the heck do you follow your chart to do all of this? My best piece of advice for all of it is to master your own chart. So, so many parents that I do readings for or that I just speak to in casual conversations about human design, they get so obsessed with learning about their children's human design charts. And I would too. I mean, when my niece was born, the first thing I did was look up her chart. It's like I almost didn't even care about what her name was or all the details. I just wanted to see her chart so bad. And that's the very first thing I knew about her was her chart. And I I get it how fascinating that is to study children's charts. I don't have children, but I have children in my life. And I have other parents in my life that I talk to. So Yes, you should look up your children's charts because it's interesting, because it's helpful, because it's fun. It helps you get to know who they truly are. But the number one most important priority is to parent according to your design. So your children chose you as their parent. Before we are born, before we incarnate into this life, we as a spirit baby, as a soul, actually choose our parents. And we know our parents' design. We say, that's the design that I need to be my parent. I need to be parented by a mother with that chart or a father with that chart. And if you're interested in learning more about Spirit Babies, you've got to read the book called Spirit Babies. I'm sorry, I don't remember the author right now, but it's absolutely incredible. It's a very short, easy read, and it's so fascinating. But your children want to be parented by a parent with your chart. And yes, they also want to live according to their design, but they need a mother that's acting in alignment. Okay, your employees. I don't know that I really would go so far to say that your employees choose you as a boss before they incarnate. Who really knows? But the point is, is that you need to 
manage your staff according to your design. Your friendships. You need to be a friend according to your design, not according to their design. They need to be your friend according to their design. Your employee needs to be your employee according to your design, their design. I'm sorry, their design. And children are a little different. Children are learning. It's important that everybody goes through trial and error, experimentation, and finding who they really are as they grow up as children and blossom into their design. And I don't know how much it would serve a person if you just mastered your child's chart and set them up for 100% success according to their design. They need to do some self-discovery, and a part of that is to be parented by you, by you, your design. So let's do some examples here. If you are a projector and your child is a generator and you're the mother, your, your child generator is, let's say they're five years old, you should not bend over backwards to have a schedule every single day that would apply to a generator. So yes, I know that this generator child is going to find things that light them up, like maybe playing on the swing set lights up the child and they could play on it for 10 hours straight. Yes, that might be the case. And maybe that would actually be really good for them. But as a projector mother, does it serve you to be out there monitoring your child on the swing set for 10 hours straight? Or is that going to burn you out and make you feel horrible? You need to set up a schedule that is going to work for you. So perhaps you get that generator child out there on the swing set while you are either playing with them or watching over them or reading on the side or doing something to be the parent that's going to work for you. And then when you feel that the energy for you is fizzling out, this is starting to burn you out, you need to make a switch. You need to say, okay, it's time for the quiet time. It's time for the rest. It's time to do this other activity or whatever it's going to be because a projector is not going to have the energy to keep doing something for hours and hours and hours and hours. They need to do something else that's going to feel more rejuvenating or restful for them. And maybe that child, that generator child, actually would like to keep playing out there. But how much is it going to serve them to have their mother be burnt out and stressed and feel awful from continuing this activity that's not working for her? So she, as a projector mother, needs to set up her life for success. So she either needs to manage the schedule according to her design and be supportive when she can of the child's needs or set up her life in a way where somebody else is doing those things. Somebody else is taking the child to the swing set for 10 hours straight or whatever it's going to be while she is off doing something for herself. There are a million ways of setting this up for success, but what you would never want to do as a parent is bend over backwards to do everything in your life according to your child's design. That's not going to be serving them. They need to experience what it's like to have you as their projector mother or whatever your type is. Also, for all these scenarios, whether it's parenting, managing staff, or being in friendships, you will become so much more attractive to the other people when you are in alignment. Your child, your staff, your friends will love to be around you 
when you're in alignment. You will be so soft, easy, just like chill energy that's so comfortable for people to be around. But imagine what it's like for a child who doesn't fully grasp grasp logic or understand what's going on if their mother is feeling super stressed out, unhappy, anxious, burnt out, even though the child gets to do all of the things that are according to the child's design, the child will pick up on the energy of that mother and be resistant to the mother because that mother is doesn't feel good. She feels agitated. She feels bitter. She feels just buzzing with anxiety and stress. And that child is going to pick up on that and co-regulate. They're going to start feeling those things or responding or reacting to that or being affected by it. And then your staff. Imagine if you're a boss and you're living way out of alignment and you're bending over backwards to make things work for your staff's charts. Your staff are going to be butting heads with you. They are going to feel like, wow, my boss is so unhappy or they have anxiety or they just have bad energy that I don't like to be around it. They're going to they're going to feel that from you more than the fact that you're trying to boss them according to their chart. Your friends, if you are trying to just do everything according to your friend's chart, your friend isn't going to want to spend time with you because it's going to feel like a disconnect. They're going to feel like, what? I don't really understand why she's so like unhappy, why she's not feeling fun, why we don't click anymore. You don't click with somebody by matching their design. You click with them by showing up authentically as you. And if they like that, if they connect to that energy, then it works out. So it's very simple. We all need to turn to ourselves, turn to our own charts, and always master our own chart first. And then once you've gotten really good at that and you're putting yourself as the priority, everybody else around you, your children, your employees, your friends, your family, they are all going to be drawn to you like a moth to a flame. The universe is going to be attracted to you. Things that are really meant for you are going to be coming to you. This is how you manifest. This is what I teach inside of Manifest with Madeline. When you follow your chart, you will start manifesting on autopilot without meaning to. Also, you will start living according to your entire chart without actually knowing all of the parts of your chart, especially when you focus on following your energy type, your strategy, and your authority. Now, when it comes to taking it to the next step, like let's say you're like, yeah, I am totally living according to my design. I'm parenting according to my design. I'm managing my staff, my friendships. Everything is according to my design. That's going great. Then we can go to step two, and that would be considering other people's charts. So let's talk about the parenting scenario again. If you are this projector mother and you've got a generator five-year-old child, and your generator child just loves to play outside. That's that's what lights them up the most. That's what just gets them going, creates their energy. Then as the projector mother who needs quite a bit of rest and introspection and um, not so, so, so much energy output all the time, first of all, you want to give yourself the rest that you need, the schedule that you need, and then be around that child when they're lit up. 
get them doing the things that do light them up because you know that child, that generator five-year-old needs to be lit up so that that child can be creating energy for everybody. So you get that child outside playing and you go out and soak up that energy for a short period of time and ride that energy. And then when you see your child in situations that is bumming them out, is stressing them out, is bringing them down, is blocking their energy, you support that child in pivoting, even if it doesn't make logical sense. Something that could be really difficult would be school. Let's say that you you sent your child to this wonderful new kindergarten and you think it's going to be this amazing thing and they're just not thriving. They come home unhappy, they're depressed, they're crying, they're getting in fights, their behavior is going wacko. It could be very difficult to say, we need to pull this child out of school. But as the parent here, if you have the energy, if you have the reserves, if you have the ability to do this, you would want to support your child in pivoting so that that generator child is in a situation for school that does light them up. Remembering that following your energy type is more important than any shoulds that we have in life. We should go to this fancy private school. We should go to school at all. We should do this. We should do that. Well, how about what is actually lighting up your child school-wise? Is it homeschool? Is it a public school? Is it online school? Is it something else? Is it just switching classrooms? Or is it helping this child change their perspective, their attitude? Who knows? But you as the parent need to look at your child as they're a generator. They need to be lit up. Let me help them craft their life so that they're feeling lit up most of the time. Now, when it comes to employees and staff, if you're managing a group of employees, you might see, okay, I've got this manifester for an employee and maybe they're a chiropractor. Let's just say you're running a chiropractic office. You have a manifester as a chiropractor. And remember, manifestors get urges. They get an instinct that they want to do something and they're ready to go full steam ahead. So maybe this manifester comes to you with a crazy idea like, oh my gosh, boss, I have this idea. We should get, we should put out an ad for 10 pregnant women to come and do an in-house study. And we're going to try um, these five chiropractic techniques on them once a week, whatever. I'm just making this up on the spot. But this manifester gets this really intense idea and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't know. That doesn't sound logical. It doesn't sound like my thing. I don't want to do that. But you have to trust that this manifester is going to get urges. And if you're up for it, tell them, go, go ahead. You do that. That's your project. Do it. And then what you need to expect is that that manifester is going to go gangbusters. They are going to work like 24-7 on this thing until they are done, until they have worked it through. I don't even like to say until they're burnt out. It might appear that they're burnt out, but it's not. It's that they're done with the thing. So once they have completely blasted themselves into this new project, moved full steam ahead, made it happen, learned something from it, then you will expect that this manifester is going to drop. They are going to need rest, retreat, calm. Maybe you might expect they need to take a week off work or they are going to be coming into work and they are going to be low energy and dragging and you can be supportive of them somehow. I don't know how. 
Maybe you give them the time off. Maybe you give them extra breaks. Maybe you do something in support of their energy. But that is a really unconventional way to be a boss. It just is. But once we start understanding other people's charts, we understand that conventional you know, management or work schedules or making kids all do the same thing. Like all kids have to go to school on this one schedule. A lot of that stuff just doesn't work. So remember, step one is to focus on yourself, mastering your own chart as a boss or a parent or a friend. And then if you're up for step two, learn a little bit about other people's charts and be supportive of them in that. When it comes to friendships, a lot of my close friends and I are all really into human design. We understand the language and our friendships have really changed since we've learned about this. We used to um, do a lot more activities together and I think that we all got burnt out a lot and we did a lot of things that we ended up not really even wanting to do. Now it's really normal for my friends and I to just be like, yeah, um, I'm, I'm interested in that party you invited me to, but I'm not going to decide till that day, FYI. So I don't know if I'll show up or not. And all of us totally get what that means and are glad and supportive because instead of having, you know, our generator friend come to a party that she really doesn't want to, but she agreed to come, we'd be more happy if she just stayed home and took care of herself if in the moment that doesn't feel good for her. So we can be supportive of our friends that way, knowing that, you know, time commitments and hobbies and coordinating can't always be what you imagine as a perfect friendship where we're all coordinated. We're all into the same things all the time. We all grow as a group. No, we can be supportive of our friends growing at different rates, developing new skills, becoming a new person, and just kind of shifting through time and be supportive of them evolving into their truest selves while we do the same. So I hope that this was helpful. Be sure to let me know your thoughts, your response. Tell me some stories. I have been hearing some incredible stories from you over on Instagram, and I love talking about those over in the stories, Um, the DMs, stories, comments, whatever. So reach out to me there. I want to hear from you, and I would also love to see you in the upcoming Somatic Breathwork Workshop Friday, June 30th, 2023, online. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so helpful for removing a lot of limiting belief systems, blockages in our energetic bodies that are stopping us from living in alignment, unconscious things that are stopping us that we can't just think our way out of. So join me in breathwork if you feel called to. And if not, that's okay too. I will catch you all in a week.